0: Kingdom Ministries podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Our podcast is listener-supported, and we welcome your donations. Kingdom Ministries equips and empowers you to continue Jesus's ministry of the Kingdom of God through resources like this podcast, as well as in-person training and online articles. To get started, visit us at kingdomtools.org.
1: From that, but more like you are. That's a good way to say you are. We honor you. We exalt you for you are may your name be honored you are you are holy you are righteous you are king of kings and lord of lords okay
0: there is more to the lord's prayer than what meets the eyes at least at first in this series keith martins teaches a fresno church on the lord's prayer sharing insights from its authoritative language the picture it paints of god's will for his people as well as how we can apply it to our daily lives in part seven of this series keith instructs the group in an exercise of exalting the lord by his names and declaring god's will based on scripture and the leading of the holy spirit
1: so when we pray this way we we begin to understand and i want us to start with this opening address to god so what i want you to use your bibles for and we're going to start with a song that and i don't even know if you know it doesn't matter it's not one of these again we're, we're not going to try to you know, feed off of the music or get in that mode. But the purpose of this is these are, it's that old song, but it's done by the Promise Keeper people, so it's cooler, but immortal, invisible, God only wise. In other words, names for God that will get us thinking about who God is. Okay? And then, if you can, begin to speak out names of God or begin to exalt Him for who He is. In other words, what we're going to do here, we're not just going to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We're going to pray, our Father, the one in the heavens. We're going to speak things out about his nearness. I guess you could thank him, but, you know, just don't go on and on. Okay, so our Father, the one in the heavens, we acknowledge your presence. We bless you that you're innocent with us, whatever. Try to stay away from that, but more like you are. That's a good way to say it. you are. We honor you. We exalt you, for you are. May your name be honored. So you are, you are holy. You are righteous. You are King of kings and Lord of lords, okay? And then if you want to uh, use that authority and say, in, in Jesus' name, we tear down those things that oppose the honor of God. During this season, sometimes I'll look up at the moon because there's a lot of weird riches around this time with the moon and everything. And I say, may and all who look to the moon, we declare according to the scripture, it's a lesser light. May it reveal God's glory. We forbid that. Anyone who looks at that for any other purpose and God's intent. For he has appointed the seasons, he has set the times and the dates, he's established the heavens, and by that we command that the, that the heavens reveal the glory of God and that all must acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. And they look into that for any other reason. Uh, we command their eyes to be opened in the name of Jesus so they see the light and the glory of Christ who is the image and creator of Lord of all things. So that's something like that. Or you see the be there. Let the whole earth reveal his glory. We command the eyes of those who are blind to seeing that. And one of the things I've noticed over years of personal ministry, people in bondage cannot see right. It's weird when we pray for them and they're free and they're delivered. They talk about their sight being different. I, I remember one guy that we had working for us for a while. He's a lot of bondage when he came to us. Took him up to Yosemite the first time he came. Oh, man, you know, you're so proud of your Yosemite. It's just an amazing place. He goes, to me, he goes yeah, nice rocks, you know. Then, after he got free years later, I go, Yeah, we're going to go up and see those rocks again. You want to go? We're going to you know, hang out. He goes, Sure, I'll go. And so we go up there. He goes, Oh my God, this place is phenomenal. He gets an emotion. He goes, I can't believe this. I go, Well, you were here before. He goes, I never saw this. This is the same place. And I, and I could tell you other stories too, but people are blinded. And even for people, especially people in the inner city, all they see is concrete, all they see are buildings. They don't see the things that reveal who God is in creation. I took a guy as a disciple and up hiking. He, I'm not kidding you, he didn't shut up the whole time. Oh, this is amazing. I can't believe i How come I've never been up? This is incredible, right up here in this chair. I can't believe you guys can, you can just do that. This. this is unbelievable. He'd never been up to the high country, never seen that. He was just blown away by God. But his eyes were open. To see God in a different, in a new way. So we're going to spend time exalting Him. And then look at number two here. And you can fill this in later. Or you can start speaking now with your example. Maybe give you a little bit of time. Even now. But look, now again, when we come to, after our Father in Heaven, may your name be honored holy. Number two. Come now, kingdom of God. Again, that's how I put it, translate it. After looking at the Greek, that's more literal. Come now, kingdom of God, be done, will of God. Now, you can pray that, but now think about that. What situation do you want to speak to, whether here it's for our church, for our leaders, for ministry that we're involved in? Uh, What is the kingdom of God and the will of God? And I didn't have time to get into that tonight about the kingdom of God. If you were here for the earlier sessions, you know more about that. But now, just think about the will. Of, when you're saying, be done, will of God, what are you saying to be done? Well, be done that our leaders are protected from the enemy, in a sort of way, right? You don't have to say it like that, but in terms of, may it be that they're protected. And we forbid you, Satan, therefore, from affecting it. God is, you know, protected. May the will of God be done in regard to the direction or the mission of the church, or uh, in regard to a personal situation. Again, the corporate prayer. Foremost, I don't want you to think about stuff. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to lead us in these things. He may have us praying about something we have no idea yet. We're going to pray for, and that's the idea. Holy Spirit, what do you want us to pray for tonight? But then, when we do, you can see that number two says that the the come the um in in the way it's written in your Bibles is, is Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done that we understand that in the tone, that's more of an invocation like, yes, let it happen. See how I write that there uh, underneath there? Invoking the manifestation of God's power and dominion in the present to come onto the scene and establish his righteous rule, his order, his peace, or whatever his will is, whatever you know about God in that situation that he wants, and bring into being the things he desires and wills for the purpose of his kingdom and for his glory. Yeah, let that be done. If there's violence, like we were just talking about Teen Challenge, to open up their center out there. I was there back in the day when it was a facility for troubled teens, and I remember speaking on a Sunday morning, one of the things that happened there. And these two guys got up and started a fight during the sermon I'm giving on a Sunday morning, right in the back, it started. And, and so I said, hey, in the name of Jesus, anything that hears God's word or the proclamation, be still right now, I command you to stop. Satan, I forbid you from interfering now. This is God's time, that's the way it's going to be. And these two guys just kind of like froze, and it's kind of like they went like this and looked at each other, like, "What are we doing?" And then the mental health workers came and got them and ushered them out. Then my buddy, who's the chaplain there, he comes to me and he goes, "Man, I've never seen that happen." I go, "Oh, what? That fight break out?" He goes, "No, no, that happens every Sunday." I go, "You're kidding me?" He goes, "No." I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I've never not seen it come to blows because when it does, every Sunday's disrupt. We just we don't meet; it just breaks apart." Those two guys were ushered out. We went on. And people got ministered to free and they heard the word of God. And so see, in that situation, I'm saying, come now, kingdom of God. It's going to be this way. And I want you to think about it that way. You pray your kingdom of God. What, what does the king want? And think about it this way. Think about it now. Okay, God said this, so it's a decree from his throne. And I'm, in this sense, I'm his agent, his representative, to see that comes out. It's like if I go to the king and I'm a soldier he says, Keith, I want this to happen and, and you're in this situation, then you're my guy on the scene, and you speak for me, and I don't want you to come back with anything other than what I've said, right? I mean, can you come back, oh, hey, you know, I wasn't feeling it, or, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if that's what you wanted, or, you know, kind of, I didn't want to be rude, or whatever. No, if he gives a decree as the king of kings, and Lord, or perfectly righteous, perfectly full of truth, purposely intentional in every way, then he expects that to be fulfilled. And we have a part in that. I'm sorry if you think it's all going to happen naturally. But the history of the Bible from beginning to end is about God calling the people, giving them his authority and power to manifest his will and purpose through them. Otherwise, why do we have to do anything? Let's just sit at home and, oh, people are going to come to Christ. When Romans says, how are they going to hear unless someone goes? You know, how are they going to hear unless someone goes? Go into all the world. Take my authority. Make disciples. do the, Heal the sick. Whatever. You know. Go. And so that, that's kind of the idea behind this. So it, it's a more of an assertion here. Declare, announce, claim. Make a claim. Now, Lord, here's what you said. I'm here to do your part. Show me how. The will of God by using his promises and a word. If you want to break it down, you can just put it this way. Here, here's kind of a vocabulary to get you started. A primer, if you will. Lord, because you've said... Or promise, blah blah blah, whatever it is. And I want you always to start with the Word of God. Let's not just throw things out there. That's why I want you to have your Bibles. Lord, you said this. Here's what you want. And maybe we'll fumble around. Then we say or declare that this will come into being, just as God has will. Let it be so. Now let it be so in Jesus' name. For example, about the job thing or provision Lord, because you promised to meet all my needs I say or we say declare that I will receive everything I need according to your riches in Christ Jesus uh, I will have the provision I need now what I would do is go Lord also show me is it what's my part in this what 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 do I gotta do you know and that's where what we talked about with Jesus thing. so let it be so in Christ's name And then you can go to the other side, the against, which I didn't include here. And in Jesus' name, anything hindering that, we forbid. Or you can say this, the second line. Or because it is written, just like Jesus said, right? Because it is written in his word, now let it be according to his word. With that idea of he wants it fulfilled. Okay? Now, we'll get to this later. But these are some petitions on the second page. Just some examples of for and against. For example... Uh, just the first one there. We claim all we need for today, is you promised in your faithfulness to provide. And against we bind and forbid those things that would hinder God's provision in our lives. Does that make sense? Okay. You ready? Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to lead us because He's here present. And then I'm going to play this song, okay, about exalting Him, and that's going to be kind of be our. Our Father in heaven, I'll be your name, but I want you to keep following that as the Lord leads you by exalting the Lord with maybe names for God or honoring, honoring the name of Jesus, present with us or as ruler over all. And then if I need to prompt you or just if you want to move into it or we can mix it up, it doesn't really matter, then make more assertive declarations about anything God's revealing to you. Now, Lord, things we're going to ask him about his will being done in a particular situation. And we're going to agree with you. We'll just say, yes, Lord. But, but to say it like, Lord, because you've said or promised this, then let it be said.
0: Thanks for listening to the Kingdom Ministries podcast. This episode concludes our series on the Lord's Prayer. Can't get enough? There's more. Tune in to our next series. And Lord, let your kingdom come. Did you know we have an app? You can access all of our resources and even listen to this podcast all in one place. To download, please visit us at kingdomtools.org.